0: Hello and welcome to episode 431 of the Perceptive Photographer podcast. I am your host Daniel Gregory. Today is a interesting, well, I'll call it interesting, podcast on photo challenges. Each photo challenge has 10 components to it, and so there's actually 50 things you're going to accomplish this week if you do everything in the podcast. So it's a week of accomplishment for you if you take this challenge on. So hopefully you're uh, having a good week. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. I have Been looking forward to the coming summer. I've got a lot of workshops going up. I'll be in the Palouse here very shortly. And I'll give you a little update of lessons learned on that trip here. Probably on the podcast on the week of the June 20th. And there's a host of other things going on at the studio. So if you haven't signed up for that newsletter, make sure you check that out. And of course, I'll make any major announcements here on the podcast. All right. This week, like I said, I've got some photo challenges. And the first three are sort of bundled together. And the other two are loosely bundled together. But anyway... The first thing I think I thought of for the photo challenge is I want you to go pick your best 10 images. Identify the best 10 images. And again, the challenge here when you're doing this sort of work is you've got to identify what does the best mean. And for this challenge, what I want you to do is come up with that definition of the best. And I want you to hold that definition across all 10 images. Because it's really easy to say, well, this is my best composition. This is my best gesture, this is my best settings, this is my best one that mirrored my intention. But whatever your criteria is that defines best, I want you to go find those best 10 photographs. And it's really important that you get 10. If we let ourselves off the hook with 10, we'll end up having images that are probably not our best, or we haven't spent enough time looking through our photographs and calling through our photographs to actually find What are the 10 best images? Now, again, this could very easily swing a couple of different ways depending on, again, how you defined your best photograph. So I think what's really important here is, again, don't think of them as your best photograph from a trip you took or your best photograph taken in the last six months or your best photograph taken with a new camera. This is across your entire photographic collection. iPhone photographs, Android photographs, SLR, DSLR, film scans, whatever it is. What are the 10 best photographs? pull those together, identify those, and again, identify the criteria by which you define those to be your best photographs. The second challenge is I want you to go pick your 10 most important photographs. And as some of you may quickly realize, what you consider your best photographs are not your most important photographs. Your most important photographs might be of an event, a family member. You know, maybe you've got an amazing photograph of a grandparent that you just love, that's your most important cherished memory of them, but it's not necessarily one of your quote-unquote best photographs by how you defined it. So again, what is that criteria by which we find the most important? And for this one, I think it's a little bit easier because we don't have the same sort of slush that we have when we talk about the word best and what does best mean. When we think of things that are important and we think of things that have importance, it becomes a lot easier for us to recognize that these are the things that sort of touch our soul. They sort of hit us in the stomach. They're not about just prettiness. They're not just about proper exposure. They say something that deeply connects us with that work. And again, it may be that it's a photograph of a family member or something that we normally wouldn't even necessarily put out there for others to view. But I want you to pick that most important photograph and do that 10 times. And then I want you to put together your best photo 10 and your most important 10 Do you have any overlap? And if so, what is it about the photograph that's overlapped that makes it fit in both buckets? What is unique about that photograph or that couple of photographs that fit into that criteria? Also start to think about and understand what makes a photograph truly important to you and what makes a photograph a best photograph to you. And wouldn't it be nice if we were able to somehow eventually get to where our most important photographs were also our best photographs? And... Part of, I think, the criteria and part of the understanding and the work that we do to get to there is to start to recognize that we use different criteria by which defining buckets. So that's why a photo challenge is hard. Anybody who's submitted to a photo competition knows this problem of what ultimately defines the word best, blue, landscape, all these different criteria come into play of how do we define these buckets. And so starting to understand sort of how you put those together, I think, becomes an interesting exercise. The next thing I want you to do is to go through those photographs, your best or your most important, and then I want you to get copies, physical copies of those photographs done, the best ones you can. And if you don't have a printer, then go up to Bay Photo, Impix, White House, your local lab if you've got one in town, whatever. Order up 10 of those photographs. They don't have to be the same 10, but I want you to give one of those photographs to somebody. So you're going to give 10 photographs away to 10 different people and It needs to come out of the set of either most important or your best photographs. I want you to start to share that work. And in some cases, the reason I want you to go across both buckets is maybe it is a photograph of somebody from the family and you want to give it to another family member. It's an opportunity to share a really important photograph to you with somebody else in the family, a chance to have a conversation, a dialogue to share in the memory and the experience that that photograph invokes in both you and the person you give it to. Same thing on that best photograph. Maybe you know somebody who's got a spot in their house where that would look really great. Maybe one of your best photographs is of a flower, and you know it would look great in your friend's house, in the kitchen, pop some color into there, and you think that would be a really great thing for them to have. Whatever your reason, it doesn't matter the criteria, but to find out of that initial set of 20, what are those photographs that you're going to give away? And physically give them prints. Don't just send them something through text messaging, actually physically give them the photograph. So you've got to edit and process. Then you've got to think about crop size, all those components in an effort to then give that photograph away. And I think that's a really, that's why I say these three are sort of bundled together. It's a really interesting experience to then work through that process of figuring out what photographs fit in your buckets. And then also again, an amazing experience to then share that. And so much of our photography is about sharing. And so many of us end up either not sharing that best work or our favorite work, our most important work, because we choose to keep that sort of private. We keep that personal to us. And I think it's important to put that out there to people who we know would be interested in that sort of work. Okay, your next challenge of the five challenges for the 50 different things you're going to be doing is I want you to pick 10 places within 10 miles of your home that you want to go photograph or haven't ever photographed before. It could be an event. Maybe there's an upcoming carnival or fair that you've always wanted to photograph. It's within 10 miles of your house. But I want you to go photograph those 10 different places. Each one of those places, I want you to think about, again, what is the experience? What is the interest you have in going to photograph that? What is it that you want to express, say, learn, see, and experience through that process of photographing that space? But there's so many amazing things that are close to home, so many amazing photographic projects that could be close to home. So this is an opportunity to take that step forward, actually engage with that work. And I think one of the interesting challenges here is some of this stuff may be seasonal. And so one of the things you're going to have to do is commit to, if there's a place you want to go in the fall, maybe the Japanese gardens in Portland, which are stunningly beautiful in the fall. And you've lived down in the Portland area. You've never been. You want to go check it out. You want to do it in the fall. Just make sure you commit to doing that. And you don't let that pass by again this year. The last challenge is go through your equipment and pick 10 pieces of equipment, 10 gear items, so to speak, that you no longer need and get rid of them. Clean out the camera bag, clean out the gear closet, clean out whatever space you store that equipment. But there has got to be a bunch of things that you no longer need that are cluttering up your workspace, your head space, your camera bag, making your arm tired. And you'd be surprised when you start going through your camera bag about what little junk you might have laying in there. An old lens cap, something that's broken. Maybe you've got Allen wrenches that don't even fit anything that on your tripod or your camera plates anymore. All sorts of weird little things you've got. Maybe you went out and bought some equipment. A little uh, something you saw on Kickstarter. Maybe you saw something on Indiegogo that you purchased that you've got sitting around that you've never once used, never once processed, never once Touched other than, wow, that thing that I sponsored that I forgot about showed up in the mail. Whatever it is, clear out those 10 things. And the reason I think that's an important piece and you start to think, well, how does that relate to the other pieces that we're doing? Part of identifying what is significant to us and what is important to us and what defines sort of who we become as photographers is making sure that we stay focused on our craft, our creative process and our experience. And part of being able to define the best photograph, find our most important photographs, share in the experience of giving those to others and having that shared experience happen, finding places of significance to photograph that we've been ignoring, and getting rid of things are all about helping us define a better understanding of our own process and our own workflow. It helps us better understand and organize our thoughts, ideas, and concepts in our photography. It also helps us make sure that we are as undistracted as possible. When we identify the 10 best photographs, when we identify the 10 places to go, it gives us a sense of clarity. And it doesn't mean we don't have the flexibility to change that at some point down the road, but it does mean that we have a chance and an opportunity to define how we want to experience our photographic process. And so getting rid of equipment that we no longer use, getting rid of that gear, no matter how small or insignificant, Or how large. Maybe you've got to set up studio lights you bought because you were going to be a studio photographer and it's never happened. Whatever it is, it clears up that space to make room again for more creative process or in some people's case, more gear as we get rid of the old gear. But either way, we've got an opportunity to come in, reassess, refigure out and reprioritize sort of how we approach our work and make sure that that process is as clean and simple as possible. So I would love for you to try those challenges. Like I said, worst case scenario, you clean up a few things, you get a little more organized, you share some photographs. But I think going through and finding those 10, getting the limit of 10 becomes interesting because you've got to get pretty tight in that process. And I think you'll find it's an interesting experience of repeating these things over and over again. And one of the things that's interesting about this opportunity, if you can come back to this a year, two, three, four down the road, it'd be interesting to see how you have evolved and changed as well. So even if it's something you've done in the past, it might be worth revisiting the exercise again. Hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thank you so much for joining me here on The Perceptive Photographer for episode 431. Again, I'm your host, Daniel Gregory. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time.